Hello, welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Jungle Cruise. Directed by Helmi Colette Sierra, Jungle Cruise is the fantasy adventure film based on Walt Disney's theme park attraction of the same name. Produced by Walt Disney Pictures, the film stars Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. The movie is out now in cinemas and Disney Plus with premier access. But if you haven't watched Jungle Cruise yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Plans for a feature film based on the Jungle Cruise ride began in 2004 following the success of Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. There was even a time in 2011 when Tom Hanks and Tim Allen were set to star. It wasn't until 2015 that this version had Johnson and Blunt cast and the COVID-19 pandemic saw a year-long delay for the film. Jason, you have the plot. Dr. Lily Horton, played by Emily Blunt, and her brother McGregor, played by Jack Whitehall, enlist the aid of wisecracking skipper Frank Wolf, of course played by Dwayne Johnson, to take them down the Amazon in his ramshackle boat. Together they search for an ancient tree that holds the power to heal, a discovery that will change the future of medicine. We have to start with the Disneyland ride. Have you been on it? No, no. I mean, I, we, have, we have raised this question before. Have I been to Disneyland, Disney World, a Disney variant? No, I haven't. So... I mean, if I'm honest, I, I knew that was more for the <laughs> listeners. But <laughs> I have been to Disneyland, or was it Disney World? Whichever one's in Florida. I've been to that one. Yeah, that's the world, isn't it? That's world. I have no idea. But whichever one that is, I've been there. <laughs> MGM Studios, they've got the MGM section, or at least they used to. I don't know if they're right. still there. Point being, though, I'm not familiar with this ride either. So you go on a you go on a boat, and it takes you down the river, and there's some things, I guess. I'm sure it's a very good ride. It's lasted a long time. It's still running, I'm guessing. It does sound like the movie does stick fairly closely to the ride. From what I've read. At least. I'm gonna tie, I mean, I have to take your word for it. I feel like, should we, were we supposed to research the ride? I don't think so, because we're here to review a movie. Yeah. But before we move on from the ride, though, many of the puns Frank uses are taken directly from the ride. These so bad they're good jokes are one of the reasons why Jungle Cruise skippers are so important to the ride experience. <laughs> It's easy. So, so it's a joke. As all hell. Is the, is the dad joke ride. That's yes. <laughs> and you know I'm what? Johnson, he does it. He does it well. There are several <laughs> elements from the park attraction featured in the film. The most notable is the backside of water gag that most of the cast members use during the attraction. So there you go. So little things all like right. that that I've read that have been incorporated into the movie. I'm glad you've done you've done the research and you know brought a little bit of professionalism to this review, <laughs> a little bit of uh, extra effort there. I like it. I like it. But this movie, this movie yes. though, I mean, whatever the story. I mean, I guess the point of bringing up the ride was that we both don't really have that context. You know, bringing that to to this movie, we're just watching this movie as a as a fresh new thing. A movie about a boat. A movie about Emily Blunt. Dwayne Johnson, 
Jack Whitehall's there as well, cracking jokes, doing funny things. Um, I mean, the story is there's this tree, there's there's magical things to it. It's not really explained properly, but we're kind of there, I guess, for the ride, which... <laughs> Yes, that works. <laughs> There's a few reveals and stuff. There's, I don't know. It's 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 a period piece, I guess. It's set at the height of the. Is it the First World War? Yeah, it's the First World War. It's like uh, back in the day. We're in the Amazon. That's this movie. That's this movie. <laughs> that's that's me explaining it. I guess magic. There's magic. That's what's driving this movie. Magic. Yeah. It can yeah. be explained away as being magic that's an actual actually before we i've got one more difference between the ride and the movie the film is set in south america where the disneyland ride is set in africa so there you go oh a little bit of a difference that's there a very different you'd get different animals and stuff i guess poking their heads out of the bushes i assume <laughs> i'm just speculating but sure. But I guess like an Amazon, like the setting this in the Amazon, that's kind of exciting. Brings up, I mean, my, my first comparison was literally like the Anaconda movie, like that first Anaconda movie. I was like, they're on a boat. They're oh, dealing with stuff in Amazon. I mean, my, not as my violent, first, not as scary, but <laughs> <laughs> my first comparison, I think it's most, and I'm sure it's intentional. Indiana Jones. You can't help but go there. Totally no, that's, that's fair. Visually, yeah. you know, and this is a good looking movie. Another movie my mind went to, The Mummy. 100% The Mummy. I went to The Mummy before I went to Indiana Jones. You've got, you've got this female character with her very British wisecracking brother. Played by John Hannah. I mean, Jack Whitehall. <laughs> And then you've got, yeah, you've got this male lead who they've recruited to help with their adventure, played by Brendan Fraser. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Jack Whitehall does kind of, every now and then I was like, he kind of looked like Brendan Fraser. A young Brendan Fraser, <laughs> not Brendan Fraser now, but I was like, eh, a little bit there. You know, I, I was so pleased to see how much screen time Jack Whitehall actually got in this movie. Because I can remember when they started marketing this film, you saw quite a bit of him. And then as the trailers progressed, you'd see less and less of his characters. To the point where I'm thinking, ah, is that what the movie's also doing? But no, not at all. Like he's very much part of the trio in this film. But if you go back and look at the marketing, mm. he's fairly absent from a lot of it. It's it's Blunt and Johnson. That's that's what has been advertised. It's their movie. But yeah, you're right. Like Jack Whitehall is he is along for the ride. I've got to stop saying ride, but he's he's there. He doesn't really take a back seat at any. Well, actually, he does for a very short period of time. Right before the like the third act, he's like, "I'll stay back." But then he then he pops up again. He's there. He doesn't. They can't shake him. They can't shake him. He's there. Even like. You know, in, do, in doing prep for this episode, I was looking up the synopsis of this of this movie, and everything explains this. Like every different variation of the synopsis explains this movie as Emily Blunt's character recruiting Dwayne Johnson's character to help her. 
that's how it's explained. It's, it's she recruits him to help her find this tree. I was like, oh, they don't even mention the brother. So that's, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Maybe they hate him. I, I think it might have something to do. I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. But it might have something <laughs> to do with the fact that he's clearly a gay character in a Disney movie. That is, I mean, it sucks that that is a big deal in this movie. Because when, when it happened, you know, I want to sit there and say, okay, cool. Whatever. Like, awesome. As in, like, you know, it's not a big deal. Who cares? But the fact is, yeah, this is a Disney film and he is a major player in this in this movie. And, yeah, he openly comes out as, you know, being interested in uh, those of the same of the same gender. It's a big, it's a fairly big step for, for Disney. I mean, we're seeing it, it is, more and more. Yeah, I mean, it, yes, but for Disney, it is, it is a big mm. step. And it really added to Lily's character. And, you know, McGregor says that she was the only family member that stood by him. Yeah, it, it, was a, it was a tool for their relationship to obviously shine uh, a bit more like, but yeah, like she's sort of that person that he relies on. So it's kind of, yeah, nice, nice touch, nice touch. And uh, you know what, to be honest, like the way Jack Whitehall's portraying this character, if they didn't have that scene where, you know, he blankly openly said, you know, that he was interested in men and not women, it's like, besides just assuming that, oh, you know, he's just a very dare I say, just a very British guy. <laughs> you could make that assumption about the character that was like, you know, he's probably gay. But again, maybe he's just very proper. <laughs> well, he's, you know, I've seen Jack Whitehall in many things over the years. The travel shows with his dad, the comedies that he's been in, his stand-up, and his camp. You know, so that's, that's yeah. how he acts. He is... He's a straight man, but he does act camp. So he's not necessarily putting anything on with his performance. Like he's almost acting like he usually acts. It just so happens that this character is gay. It's a moment that's referenced in the movie, but his sexuality doesn't define his character. So I thought it was handled you know, his fairly well. Yeah. No, I agree. And with his character, I found myself enjoying moments with him a lot in this movie, um, among other things, just like usually when he would say something, whether it just be something quippy or just a smart ass comment, I would find myself having a chuckle and being like, <laughs> like I'm enjoying, I enjoyed this character every time he sort of popped up and said something, um, which was cool. But I mean, we, we do have the stars of this movie, Dwayne Johnson, Emily Blunt, which is what, you know, the posters are telling us anyway. Um, but they are still not to say not to say that Jack Whitehall's taken anything away from them. Oh um, no no no, he's he's definitely but they are, he's he's adding to the dynamic. But you but you're right. Yeah, like they they are the stars. Dwayne Johnson, Emily Blunt. I mean, at this point, how many times have we seen Dwayne Johnson in the jungle? This is at least the fourth, but there's probably more that I just can't think of. Well, <laughs> what do we have? I mean, we've got the two Jumanji films. And then We've got that Journey movie, which was a sequel to oh, a Brendan yeah. Fraser yeah, yeah. film. What was it? Journey to Mysterious Island. The yeah. other one, years ago, in America it was called... The, yeah, I was going to say, in America it was called The Rundown, but everywhere right. else, Australia, the UK, it was called Welcome to the Jungle. But what all those movies have in common, not just The Jungle, 
The Rock wearing a white T-shirt. Often, you could see screenshots from those different <laughs> movies. And it's Dwayne Johnson in a white T-shirt. Sweaty. I, <laughs> it's like, which, which movie is this? Granted, the rundown or the, the first Welcome to the Jungle, he had more hair then. But for the most part, he looks fairly <laughs> similar. In this movie, he's actually got you know, period clothing. I'm like, okay, great. He is back in the jungle, but at least he looks different until... <laughs> Towards the end of the movie, <laughs> when things get a bit okay. rough in the jungle, and he's not quite a you know a round neck t shirt, but he's looking very close to how he did in those other movies. I mean, it's got to be a contrasting, you know, like the complexion of his skin, the backdrop of the jungle. I guess the white really works. It makes him pop. Makes him. He makes him I pop. Guess, <laughs> or, <laughs> he, I don't know. Uh, He's a big guy popping in those. Yeah, no, I, mean, yeah, I don't know. He looks good in it. I mean, he looks good in the jungle wearing a white shirt. So I guess don't fix what's not broke. We can uh, move on if you want. <laughs> Let's okay, talk about. I was I was trapped. I was trapped there for a little bit. But look, those these two. I reckon I've got to say, without these two guys, Emily Blunt, Dwayne Johnson, actually being the main leads of this movie, I'm not sure there's much in this movie for me um they were they they're the reason to really you know we already mentioned jack whitehall being you know a bit of a superstar in this movie but these two they're the reason i guess to to check this movie out their chemistry their performances their banter they're pretty much the driving force of this the rest of it is there's you know it it can be fun it can be a little bit goofy a little bit silly you know like you said magical kind of just adventure family friendly stuff but that can be like eh, you know like if you're not fully invested and into it like i guess i was wasn't there's not much in this movie for me but these two guys these two characters these two actors they're worth watching this movie yeah no i i agree like if they if they didn't work well together the movie would just fall flat so they are great together. You know, again, Jack Whitehall is really good in this movie. Some of the other actors, though, and, I, and in fact, you know what? <laughs> Let's talk about Edgar Ramirez. So he's playing Aguirre. So he's the guy that, oh, you know, there's a twist. We'll get to that. I actually enjoyed the twist, but he's the main bad guy, essentially. I've seen this actor in other things. And I can't help but think that when he signed on for this film, he was hoping for more because he really doesn't get to do a lot in this movie at all. Like he gets that flashback sequence and you get him with his daughter, which is what's driving him. Like his daughter's dying and he wants to try and find a way to save her. But then this actor, and again, I've seen and liked him in other things, in this movie for the most part, is hidden behind okay cgi cgi funny enough for me that was very reminiscent of that first pirates of the caribbean movie that came out <laughs> all those years ago yeah that's just like it's it's there it's conveying the story but the cgi isn't really on point and i guess you could you could probably say it not just for edgar's character there but a lot of the cgi it was like it it's serviceable enough for 
a kid slash family film, so yeah, it wasn't really the best I've seen. It wasn't horrible, but it was just I don't, it wasn't. I can't yeah, you're right. Like yeah, I can't help yeah, think that it was. I mean, they didn't obviously intentionally make it bad. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just for movies now, like to have it resemble a movie that came back in the early 2000s. It's like wow, we've come so far from that. It's like you mentioned that it's a kids' movie, it's a family movie. Like, are they? in the period setting, were they purposely going for like a hokey look? I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's obviously there's some like snakes coming out of skulls and things like that, which can be quite scary for kids, but did they purposely give it like a rubbery computerized look so it wouldn't <laughs> be as scary to kids? I don't know, but as I'm watching it and you've got the guy that's like oozing honey and he's licking the honey off his face and it's like, oh, it just looks... I don't know. It's like if, yeah, it was, if it was a TV show, you'd be like, wow, this is pretty good. But a big Disney blockbuster. And this mute, even though we're talking as we are about the effects, the movie doesn't look cheap. It looks like a big, expensive movie. But those characters, like the villains of this film, like I've, I did find the visuals quite jarring. Yeah, and I, I just. I don't know. Like, I feel like if if someone was overseeing this and being like, "Hey, make it look more rubbery," <laughs> like no one's saying <laughs> that, are they? No, but it I don't know. I mean, like, I don't like recent like kids horror movies. You know, like Goosebumps, the Jack Black films. Okay, sure. Do you yeah. know, you know, there's there's this, there's something about the the scary characters in those films where we make them look more cartoony, so they're not yes, as that's what scary, I'm going right? for. Tone them down. So it's, it's whether they've been toned down or they went, oh, look, we don't want to make it too realistic just so we don't scare the kitties. I don't know. I mean, there's a, what is it, a cheetah or a leopard? I don't know, whatever it is, that, that big cat thing. Um, Maxima. Proxima. Proxima. Proxima, <laughs> sure. I they mean, say his name so many times. If you look at the promotional material, Proxima actually has his own character poster. There you go. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. Well, cool, cool. But I mean, like, the, the cat looked okay. No, the cat did, yeah. Like, and they had some yeah. good comedy beats with the cat as well. Like, you were just waiting for it. When McGregor was first going to interact with the cat and you knew the cat was out there, yeah, they had some good scenes with the cat. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like... there, But yeah, visually, just, yeah, they did a good job with the cat. Yeah, well, like, again, you got, I just want to call him Skippy. You got Dwayne Johnson's character, like, um, you know, it's his cat. There's, he's basically everything he's saying and doing is a lie, a con, yes. a play for something. There's a lot, there's a lot of fun to have with him there and, and all that sort of, just his antics. They're like, who is this guy? It's nothing but a, nothing but a, a bit of a cheat, but. I don't know. You can't help but like him still, I guess, because... Well, of course, because he's Dwayne Johnson. That's right. That charisma. charisma. As an audience member, it's inbuilt that we like this actor. No matter what. Yes, so it's easy to go with his character when he's cast, because, you know, as a a person, he's very likable. In fact, when we're first meeting him over the... Yeah, first times we meet his character, he's pretending to be Paul Giamatti's character. So, you know... He comes in for the most part, you know, he gives that Paul Giamatti performance. 
see him at the beginning, again <laughs> at the end. But that's how we're first introduced to Frank and how he first ends up working with Lily and McGregor. But you're right, from the moment they meet, he's lying. And it's lie after lie after lie. And I've got to be honest, you know when he falls and you're thinking, well, this is the moment where he dies, but then, wow, here's the big twist. He was actually, mm. he's hundreds of years old or however many years old, and he was part of the crew. But because yeah. of this film and tonally what they're going for, Skipper falling from that height, even though he bangs a couple of things on his way down, I didn't really think that he was dead. And the nature of the, this type of film, it could have maybe just got up and walked away. We knew we were going to get more Dwayne Johnson. But when they introduced I mean, the twist, oh, okay, yeah. I, can, I can go with the twist. And I, honestly, I didn't see it coming. I mean, why would you see it coming? I mean, what, what in this movie <laughs> told you that that was coming? So, oh, absolutely nothing. Yeah, when he fell, when he fell, I was like, I was more baffled because, you know, from the standpoint of, a, hey, I'm watching a movie starring Dwayne Johnson I'm like there's still there's still quite a bit of time left in this movie he can't be dead but I'm very confused as to how they're getting around this like because they very clearly killed him like even even if, if this was Fast and the Furious like <laughs> him falling and hitting him head yeah. hitting his oh, head and his body the yeah. way he does no there's no way come on <laughs> even, <laughs> even, even when the it. movie is then going back and showing showing us this is how he's still alive it took me a while to register that I was seeing The Rock on screen with hair. Like, I did a, oh, okay, that's, uh, that's Skipper all those years ago. That was, the, that was what was throwing you, like, I can't comprehend this. It's strange. But no, look, it's a fun little twist. Again, kind of came out of nowhere, but I mean, I guess that's, it's one of those twists where it's like, it, it's the part of his character that has been hidden. As, there wasn't meant to be any clues for it. Fine, like, all good. And then they, they had a few little gags after, you know, like Emily Blunt gets to shoot him a couple of times, which is fun. And, you know, obviously he can't die. So, uh, you know, it, it added a bit of dimension and heart to the character because you find out that, you know, he's been trapped essentially on that boat. Well, you know, on the river, on the Jungle Cruise. And he hadn't, hasn't been able to see the world. He's lived for many, how many years? 500? 100? I don't That's know. That's a good question. Many, many years. Long time. I watched it last night. Many. It was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten everything. But look, yeah, he, he's lived a long existence and he's trapped. It's, it is kind of, it is kind of sad. It is kind I of sad. I could It just keeps going round and round. Let me pay this film a big compliment. They've adapted a ride <laughs> into a film that still feels like a ride and a film. I think they've done a really good job of actually adapting. That's it. true because I mean, I watch you know I watch um, parts of the the Car- parts of the Caribbean movie. And it's like they don't feel like a ride; they feel like a story about pirates and stuff. Yeah, you know, like um, I watch you know the Haunted Mansion movie. It feels like a movie about a haunt. It doesn't feel like a ride as such. It's not like, hey, we're going through different rooms and things like that. It's this is very different. This does, yeah, like you said, it feels like a ride. Like strap yourself in. As soon as they're on that boat, it's like this is, this is the ride. This is the Jungle Cruise. But also, doesn't feel the title's very accurate. It doesn't feel like a gimmick. Like it really, it feels like they've adapted a ride into a film, and it works. They've created a pretty decent story. I, I suppose. I feel weird saying that like a decent as in 
there is a story, there is a plot, there's developments, there's twists, there's unfolding things. The bad guys, you know, like you said, pretty, pretty shallow. I mean, there's a Jesse Plemons plays Prince Joachim. Joachim. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Well done. But like, he's the so German. Almost so much <laughs> <laughs> oh, just remember him from his Breaking Bad days. And ah, then he's yes. gone so far. Yeah, but um, so he's here. He sort of pops up at the beginning. And then, you know, Emily Blunt steals that arrow spear, which is, you know, the yeah. little treasure Mac- MacGuffin thing for the movie. And then he pops up sort of halfway just yes. to be like, hey, I'm still here. And then at the end. He, he's in league with the CGI guys. And yeah, like, the snake really... man and the, the B-boy. Yes. And... Well, there's that <laughs> and funny the scene when he's in his submarine and his henchmen have stood beside him. And he's like, oh, so we're taking orders from bees now. <laughs> just, he's you know... literally yelling at the bees, being like, yeah. tell me, tell yeah, me. Yeah, what he's, you... a, he's asking questions, yes. And the bees go inside to side, no. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah. His character was ridiculous or entertaining. Do the bees have coordinates? <laughs> yeah. That, Don't this be silly, movie, right, there, are, there are gags. There, there are jokes and gags that I, yeah, made me chuckle and I guess, excuse the pun, like kept me afloat, you know, kept me on the ride. Um, because I don't know whether it's the setting or just the overall, maybe it's just the, the pretty shocking CGI. Like the rest of the movie is just pretty, like, I don't know, just kind of like dull in a way. And it's, it's, it's only when there's jokes and humor and good chemistry between the characters and actors that I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'm in. That's what's keeping this movie alive and keeping it going. And again, makes it worth watching we mentioned in the opening like talks of tom hanks and tim allen over the years i'm glad that they waited and it ended up being the film that it is with dwayne johnson emily blunt because like you say they really do add so much to the film you know having said that i i want to see a tom hanks and tim allen live action movie i want a live action buzzy buzzy (laughs) buzz and woody (laughs) I mean, I was going to say, which one's... Who's playing the Emily Blunt character? But okay. <laughs> I mean, that's to be this movie. Do you know what? I did not, until you said that. You didn't put that together? Story connected. No. <laughs> no, the dogs. I just kind of figured they were looking at them at, at two separate times for the Skipper character. I didn't realise right. they were maybe being seen as a, a double act in the jungle. But what I was going to say, yeah. before we get to the ratings, this is a kids' movie, a family movie, and... Neither of my kids wanted to watch it. Not my four-year-old, <laughs> my nine-year-old. To the point where instead of, as a family, sitting down and watching Jungle Cruise, because it ended up being just me and my wife, the four of us sat down and watched the Emoji Movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Awful. But anyway, my four-year-old picked it. So my, my kids, no interest in Jungle Cruise. Maybe later in the year, and I'll, I'll maybe... Sony pictures, Sony pictures knows what's kind of trash kids want to watch. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> and that movie, yeah. <laughs> oh man, have you seen it? Emoji movie. I've I've seen like the first half of it, and okay. do you know what? I shat on that movie in its whole entire existence as it was coming out. But then eventually, when I did sit down and watch that first half, I was like, it's not the worst. Like it, 
it's oh, not great it's, in any it's regard. Pretty bad. It's, it's and I've seen all unless of the it. second unless the second half gets worse. I, oh, I, was, I I was happy when it was over. Anyway, Jungle Cruise. Enough about emoji <laughs> with movie. Bonus, <laughs> bonus emoji movie review. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Jungle Cruise. If you're going to rate, last it final point. Five. Last final point. I mean, when when watching this again. Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson. I was actually thinking, I was like, they must have been in a movie together before because it just felt so natural and, and felt, it felt right. Like the two of them just being on screen together, having, having banters, but, but they haven't. <laughs> they yeah, haven't. no, the, yeah, there's no denying their, their chemistry for sure. So that rating, are you going to give me a rating? I'll give it to you. Okay, I'll give it to you. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I've said it. The characters, the joke, surprisingly, there's, there's a lot of fun to have with, uh, with the humour and stuff like that. Uh, CGI is pretty average. Villains are already forgettable. There was a third one, wasn't there? See, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. Snakes, bees, some other thing. Um... I don't know. Yeah, I, I wasn't fully engaged. A lot of the time I was like, okay, just get to where you need to be. Let's wrap this up because that's how I was feeling. But along the way, though, I was still chuckling and having a pretty... I was having a pretty okay time. So I'll give it a very generous, very generous three out of five. I'm exactly the same. Also coming in at a three out of five, I... I enjoyed it. Like it's a movie we've been able to fairly easily poke holes in. It's not perfect by no stretch of the imagination. Even though my kids didn't want to watch it, it is a good family <laughs> movie. It's it's fun. There's jokes. There's there's action, and we've not got for the most part Johnson doing his tough guy routine. Like he's doing a lot for comedic effects in here. It's it's a fun time. And for my enjoyment, yeah, I'm going to come in, yeah, three out of five. I mean, purely just from the, the great dad jokes that are in this, like, it's all, it makes it all worth it. It really does. As always, we're going to close out on some trivia. Frank describes himself as a skipper. This is the title given to Disney cast members who act as tour guides in the parks. I think we've gone over that already. But this is what you might not know. Famous former skippers include Kevin Costner and John Lasseter. Mr. Oh, Pixar. Wow. Mr. Pixar. So they, they used to work at Disney Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those two That's specifically good. were yeah, oh, skippers. Wow. Oh, good times. Well, okay then. Well, that's it for our <laughs> review of Jungle Cruise. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as that Film Studio Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsviewpodcast.com. If you missed it, we recently celebrated our 300th episode by looking back at the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 1. Keep an eye out for our next review, Batman The Long Halloween Part 2. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from That Film Stew. See you soon.
Haume. What? Haume. Haume? Haume. Haume. Yeah. Haume. Haume. Yeah. <laughs> Haume. How, how me. All right. From the top, mate. <laughs> <laughs>